Welcome to the Family Bible Journey. Did you know that when you subscribe to the podcast and follow us on Facebook and Instagram, that you actually make it easier for other people to find the Family Bible Journey? So please, follow and subscribe. And thank you for listening. This is episode 32, season 1 of the Family Bible Journey Old Testament podcast. Today we're looking at Genesis chapter 40. The title of today's podcast is Languishing. And our key verses for today are verses 14 and 15 of chapter 40, where we read, Remember me when it is well with you, and please do to me the kindness to mention me to Pharaoh, and so get me out of this house. For I was indeed stolen out of the land of the Hebrews, and here I have done nothing that they should put me into the dungeon. The word of the Lord. This is a story, again, familiar uh, from Sunday school days for many of our listeners. But for those who are listening to this podcast who maybe didn't have a Christian upbringing or don't know those stories of Sunday school. This is another place where Joseph is going to rise and shine as he is forgotten by his closest friends. As we get into this story of Joseph, another reminder to those who are listening to our podcast, whether you are a listener, a follower, or one of our journey men or journey women who's journaling through the Bible, to please read these stories for yourself. Get a Bible, get your app out, read them. This podcast is not a replacement for the stories. All we're seeking to do here is tie them together, leave you with little thoughts, little notes, little things that you can jot in your journaling Bible if you are journaling with us. Uh, But never do we want this podcast to become a replacement for actually being in the Word. My words in and of themselves are ineffective and useless. The Word of God is all-powerful. It is the greatest creative force in the universe, and so it is so good for us always to be spending time in God's. And I pray that through this podcast, you are encouraged to do just that. So Joseph is in prison, and a couple of Pharaoh's key staff people really make him mad. The baker and the cupbearer, these are two of the most trusted positions in the royal court uh, for all of human history. Uh, We know that poisonings are common in this time and age, and they say that for large portions of European history, the most dangerous position to have was to be a king or a queen or a prince or a noble because poisonings were so common in ancient times. So this baker and this cupbearer are the two of the very few men who are completely and absolutely 100% trusted with the well-being of Pharaoh because his food comes to his lips through their hands. And they are thrown into prison. We don't know why. But both men have a dream on the same night. Two different dreams, two different men. And when Joseph comes into the prison, as he did every day, to check on the prisoners and see how things were going, he sees these guys are depressed. And he asks them, uh, basically, uh, what's going on? And they tell him that they both had a dream and that they were troubled by their dreams and they couldn't get their dreams out of their mind. Joseph says in verse 8, do not interpretations belong to God? Please tell them to me. So the chief cupbearer goes first. He tells his dream to Joseph, and it's a dream of vines and branches and clusters of grapes that were ripened and that he was crushing the grapes in his hand and putting the wine glass into Pharaoh's hand. And Joseph tells the cupbearer in verse 12, this is the dream's interpretation. The three branches are three days. In three days, Pharaoh will lift up your head and restore you to your office, and you shall place Pharaoh's cup in his hands as formerly when you were his cupbearer. And then in verse 14, Joseph makes a personal plea Only remember me when it is well with you, and please do me the kindness to mention me to Pharaoh and get me out of this house. 
For I was indeed stolen out of the land of the Hebrews, and here I have also done nothing wrong that they would put me into this pit. Joseph here is a type of Christ, not in that he's pleading for his own case, because we know that Jesus always pleads for the case of others, but rather that Joseph found himself unjustly imprisoned. And uh, Jesus, we know, was lowered into a pit, lowered into a prison. And so I've got a red Cairo on that verse where Joseph and Jesus have this in common. The baker hears this conversation between the cupbearer and Joseph and hears that Joseph gives the cupbearer a favorable interpretation. And so he then tells Joseph his dream, which involves bread and baskets upon his head and that the crows are are picking the loaves out of the baskets. Not hard to see why the baker was so excited to listen to Joseph's interpretation because the first one was favorable. But Joseph is not there to curry anyone's favor. Uh, We know from the earlier stories that he's there simply to tell the truth, that he is a righteous man. He is honest. He is a person of integrity. And he gives the baker an unfavorable interpretation, letting him know that in three days, the very same day that the cupbearer would be restored to his position, that the baker was going to be hanged, and that his body was going to be left out there to rot in the sun, and the birds were going to pick the flesh off of his bones. This is a a terrible dream, a terrible uh, premonition. And Joseph, in this story, shows us the value of being a person of honesty and integrity. There are too many people in the world today who are trying to win in the court of public opinion. They're willing to tell people what they think they want to hear in order to curry their favor. People who just tell people what they want to hear, yes men, uh, people pleasers, they're not a blessing. Uh, They are a curse. And in my opinion, telling people what they want to hear just to try to win their opinion, that's that You may see some short-term gain from that, but long-term it is not going to go well for you because as I tell my kids, and I've written in a few places in the Bible, I didn't write it in, in this particular place in our words of wisdom sections, a friend to all is a friend to none. And you can be assured that people will see through your vanity and they will see through your lying tongue if you simply tell people what you think they want to hear. And this is not a strategy for success. There are a lot of people that think uh, that they are going to get ahead simply by telling everyone what they want to hear. But this is absolutely not the truth. And it is a path to suffering. It is a path to a place where you are no longer trusted because people are going to see through you and they are not going to respect you. They're not going to value your opinion And they are going to be turning against you, not because they are bad people, but because of the fact that you are not someone who can be trusted. You know, we are allowed in at least the world that I live in to have different opinions. We are allowed to have different feelings. And the only place that's going to be a truly safe place for genuine human connection and conversation is a place where we are allowed to talk with one another And be honest and real with one another, even and especially when we don't agree with one another. And Joseph here is a wonderful model of Christian behavior when it comes to how it is that we use our tongue. He isn't looking to win friends with his tongue. He is simply going to tell people how it is. He's going to do so, I believe, in a spirit of meekness and kindness and in gentleness. He is not going out of his way to ruin people's day, but he is going to be honest with them 
and square with them so that they can deal with the reality of the situation. And that's the value of being a person of honesty and integrity, where you can simply share with people the way that things are so that they can deal with the reality of whatever it is that you are talking about. Maybe it's a different opinion. Maybe it's a different political stance or whatever it is. Only when we are honest with each other and tell people how it is, are we equipping the other person to deal with the reality and let them handle it how they're going to handle it. Telling people what they want to hear is one of the many ways that human beings try to manipulate other people. And this too uh, is wrong. It comes from a position of pride. It comes from a position of insecurity. A position where we want to control the outcome by filling the minds of other people with things that may or may not be the truth to try to move them in one way or another. And we all know who is the father of lies, who is also the father of hatred and murder. And this is not the way of Christ. This is the way of the evil one. And so we as Christians want to be very careful. We want to learn from Joseph to be very careful how we use our words and that we not bend them or twist them or change them based upon what we think people want to hear, but rather that we tell things as they are because in the end, the truth is going to come out. And when it does, I would much rather be found standing on the side of truth than standing on the side of myself, which may be a very lonely place when people see through my words for what they really are. And in this passage, Joseph proves true and he proves faithful. But despite Joseph's faithfulness, the chapter ends in verse 23 with a note, yet the chief cupbearer did not remember Joseph but forgot him. Even when you're honest, true, and noble, people are going to forget. They're not going to remember you. They're not going to remember the good that you do to them. And that is just a part of being a human being. So in those moments when we are true and honest and yet forgotten, we find good company with Joseph, and we find ourselves in the good company of Jesus, who himself was not only forgotten, but persecuted because he spoke the truth. And it is on this very lonely note that we conclude today's podcast with our blessing. If you want to get in touch with us, the best way is through the contact form on our website at familybiblejourney.com. We love hearing from our listeners. Our blessing for today. When even your friends forget you, May you find your confidence and companionship in your Heavenly Father who loves and cherishes you. Amen.